Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Reliance Podcast. Join us Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, 9.30, or 11. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Amen. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. There we go. Hey, it's, it's all things kids, man, so I, gotta, I, need, I need you guys saying a lot of stuff back to me. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to lie, last service I went over, so kudos to Pastor Aaron. I, I tell you what, it's hard to stay in this timeline. I looked up and my time was gone, I was like, wow. Um, but I, I love kids ministry. I absolutely adore kids ministry. Um, worship, word, and prayer, that's what's going on back there. You guys are, on Sunday mornings, you guys are coming in, you're listening to Pastor, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's bringing out the, the, the steak dinner of the word. We are doing the exact same thing back there, but they're little smaller pieces, just smaller pieces. It's still the meat of the word. We're opening up this book. There's, I, I tell the kids all the time, there is not one problem that will rise up in this world that this book will not have an answer for. We, 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 have, we, we pound it and pound it and pound it into, into their heads, but you guys, the worship that you guys saw here, um, imagine that in a smaller setting in that room. And uh, I invite you guys, if you guys ever want to come uh, see worship with the, with the kids, I invite you guys to come back because uh, you'll, you'll either be crying or you don't have a pulse. I, I, I kid you not. It's such a beautiful thing. And I want to speak on the, uh, the, uh, the, the call that, that Julie gave last week. Um, she, she asked, she was like, did anyone hear from the Holy Spirit? She's asked, be like, who wants more of the Holy Spirit? We've had that prayer before. And we've had kids raise their hands and come up to the front, be like, Lord, I, Lord, I like what's going on here. I like how this feels. I want more. I want more. I want more of it. You guys, we hear it all the time. I heard it when I was a kid, but it is, it is such the truth. These kids are going to change our community. These kids are going to change their schools. These kids are going to change, uh, change households and the world. I kid you not. I promise you that. If we keep listening to the, to, uh, to the Lord, if we keep being uh, uh, mindful of what he's asking us and we're obeying him, where we're coming with an obedient heart, oh man, you guys, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I know in the past, Kidsman has kind of been, you know, uh, with, with all churches, kind of, kind of out of sight, out of mind. You know, you don't know what's going on because they're in the back. I, hopefully you guys hear us every now and then back there hoot, hooting and hollering. Um, we have a good time. We have fun. But I promise you, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, we are giving these kids the word. We are giving these kids the word. We, we uh, you know, our, our message is called Reset. We're, we're, we're resetting all of Kidsmen. And it, the Lord really laid this on my heart last summer of we've got to do things differently. We were doing a curriculum, uh, you know, and it was kind of, you know, we were just kind of going through the motions, you know, showing up, you know, doing what, what was given to us. And the Lord really started pressing on our hearts of, you know, we, we need to be giving these kids the word. Like, and, and why can't we? Why can't we, why can't we open up the word? And, and, and where you guys are at, why can't we be teaching out of the same thing? You guys, these kids, kindergartners to fifth graders, they get it. They understand. We give it to them just the same way, just a little more mild so they understand it. But you guys, these kids are getting it. I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but man, you're, we love your kids. We absolutely adore your kids. We love that you bring them in. But just know that we are going after the heart of God back there. And it's, a, it's such, a, a, such, a, such a beautiful thing. Um, so our Father's love is a beautiful thing, but do we truly trust it? Do we truly trust um, uh, the, the, the Father's love? So I want to talk to you a little bit about my youngest son. So I'm a, uh, a father of seven, and my, my youngest one, 
His name is, is Malachi, uh, means messenger of God, uh, prophet Malachi in the Bible. That's not him, though. Um, you know, he's got a book in the Old Testament. That's Malachi. We call him Mamo. He's throwing the peace sign. Um, everyone say Mamo. I don't know how he got the nickname. Uh, I think he got it, got it from Zeke, but uh, is that the way he said it? But that's, that's Malachi. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak on him a little bit. Uh, go to the next picture. This is what, what happens when you have older sisters, too. So, they got, so I, don't know, I don't know if he was. He didn't look very happy about that. But uh, so, so I, I, when I was uh, preparing this message, I, I prayed to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, how, how do you want me to do this? We're going to have kids in here. It's going to be a, a little more wild than you guys are usually used to. You're going to see a little bit more squirming over here. You're going to hear some chatter. You're going to hear some laughs. And I was like, Lord, how, how do I give a message that is, is for the church body, but also with the kids in here? Um, and, and I just gave it to the Lord, and, and I believe this is what the Lord gave me. I, I pray that it resonates with you the way that, that it resonated with me. Uh, so Malachi. Uh, number one on his list is that boy is a mama's boy. He loves his mother, my wife Liz, loves his mother something fierce, something fierce. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. He loves his siblings. He has such a special relationship with every one of his siblings, um, and it's so, so cool to watch. Um, he loves me. I know he does, but we're kind of on a different level of, of like how he shows his love to me. Um, which I used to be sad about it, but I see how much he loves his mom, and I'm like, okay, I was like, I, I can get, I can get on board with this. So this, let me talk to you about this guy for a little bit. So he he has this um this little look that he gives me, that he knows how much mama loves him and how much he loves mama, and like he knows that I'm kind of the the piece that's kind of wedged in between them, right? And so <laughs> he he will come in the room and and he like will kind of glare at me. He'll he'll eyeball me. Let's just say that he'll eyeball me. And he'll look, kind of look at me, and he'll be like, hey, mama. And he'll go. And talk, so, but he's got to let me know that he, he sees me, he acknowledges me, but he's not, you know, he's not always, you know, I'm not, I'm not his number one guy. Uh, so, so Malachi, I love, I love hugs, I love kisses, and he loves giving that to his mom, but me. We're more um, physical. He loves to, if he wants to wrestle, hey, I'm, I'm his guy. He, he's all about it. But if I try to give him a hug, um, I'll go, and I'll give, give him a hug, and he immediately puts his little fist into my throat and presses <laughs> He chokes me. He chokes me. So it's true. It's true. That cute, cute little boy, he, he chokes me. Um, another story, another story that, that, that I have is uh, uh, my wife and I, we were in the bedroom, and Malachi came in, and he gives me his little look, his little, oh, there you are again. And then, and then his, his whole face just changes, and he looks at his mom. He's like, hi, mama. And he walks over. She's like, oh, hey, buddy. He goes, mama. She goes, what? He goes, I love you. She goes, oh. She's like, I love you, too. He looks at me, and he goes, Hey, Dada. And I'm like, is this, my, is this my moment? I was like, what, bud? He goes, never mind. <laughs> and walks, walks, walks out of the room. So, so it's fine. You know, it, it, it is what it is. But on the other hand, so we, ha we are a family of nine. So if he has uh, uh, expressed all avenues of getting something, and he's like getting stop sign, or there's nobody there, guess who's not such a bad guy? Just guess who's not such a bad guy. If, if, he, if he needs something or he wants to munch on something or needs something open and nobody's there to help him, you know, he's like, there, there's dad. There, there's dad. I can, I, dad, dad will help me. And with a grateful heart, I will help him out. So does this mean that I love him any less? Does it mean that I pursue him any less, that, that I don't want to give him my time? No. Why? Because he's my son that the Lord blessed me with. He, he's, he's awesome. He's absolutely, he, he's absolutely fantastic. So um, I, I took some, some pictures. Uh, go to the, uh, the, the next picture. 
the next one. There you go. So I bring him to school uh, Monday through Thursday here to Reliance Preschool. Uh, Miss Ashley's class. He loves it. It's awesome. So I, uh, we're, we're cruising. It's just him and I. And I look in the back seat, and he found this hat, and like he's putting it over his eyeballs. Go to the next one. And he's got a flashlight on it, so he's like taking x-rays of his hand, and I was like, oh, that looks cute. So I, I snapped a couple pictures, and I sent it to his mom. Uh, I was like, this is, this is our car right here. Um, I think it was probably uh, a couple days later, I was looking at those pictures again, and, and the Lord kind of laid this on my heart. Um, so we live, right now we're in Cheney, and so from Cheney on Kellogg down to Goddard, it's 70 miles an hour. So I've got this kid in the back seat, and, and he's sitting there absolutely oblivious to what's going on outside of that car. He has not one worry in the world. He just, he's, just, he's just taking x-rays of his hands. He's doing whatever, he's, whatever four-year-old boys do with flashlights. He, that, that's him right there. And so I'm looking at him, I'm like, I'm like man, I, I said, I said he, he, he has no idea what, you know, if, if there was a problem that came up, what could happen? And then I'm here in the front seat, <clears throat> I'm in the driver's seat, and I've got the steering wheel. I'm in control of that car. We're going 70 miles an hour. He has no idea. If I see something in the road that, that could, you know, pose a problem, I'm not going to run over it. I'm going to switch lanes. I'm going I'm to steer clear of it. Why? Because I don't want to wreck. I don't, I don't want anything to happen to that guy. If a deer runs out, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, figure, figure out, you know, the best way to get past that thing. Um, you know, traffic, whatever, whatever it is. I am there, and I am taking, I am taking care of my son. This guy, he has no idea what I'm doing. He has no idea what I'm doing. He is blindly trusting me, blindly trusting me. The, 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 the same kid that, that I know he loves me and he knows that I'm there in the house, but his number one is right here and, and he would rather go to her. You know, when he does need something, yes, he, he, he will come to me. But a lot of times this is the way we look at God. You know, we, we, we kind of put him as <clears throat> the, 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 the guy on the shelf, you know. Oh, if I need something, hey, if I need something, God, God, this, this is my want. This is my need, you know. And, and, I'm, and this is me, you guys. I've spent years doing this. I've spent years doing this where, 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 where I viewed God as just, uh, you know, somebody that was there that could take care of me when I needed it, but he was always in the background. And he was there if I needed him. I always acknowledged him. Hey, thank you, God. But just blindly trusting him. So the same God that pursues us no matter what, that loves us, the same God that stands at the door and knocks, this is what he does for us. Yeah. We, he, we, we just blindly trust that everything's going to be fine. Hey, God's got me. God's got me. God's got me. You, you, you end a week of work, and uh, you, you, you realize, I, I went, drove down the highway, came home five days out of the week, and I had no issues. Do we ever say, Lord, thank, thank you for your protection? It, it's, it's blind trust. And I'm not saying everybody does that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that I did it. So on the other side of that trust, do we really trust God when he asks something of us? This is a loaded question, and I hope, I hope it just presses your heart because, because it did mine. And then once again, you guys, I believe the Lord gives us words and, and words all day, and I believe this word is for me. You know, do, do, do we really trust God when he asks something of us? I know that I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I'm going to give you a little background to the fact that I'm standing here right now. We, um, uh, we've been, my wife and I have been 11 years, um, clean and sober of alcohol. Um, our lives were uh, uh, inside, inside the house, behind closed doors. Um, it was awful. It, it was absolutely awful. It was, it was bad. Um, we had four beautiful kids, 
four absolutely beautiful kids, and, and here we are living the life that we're living, and we would, we would go out and, out and about, we'd go to church, people would see us, oh, look at this family, they got everything together. Uh, we'd close the doors, and, and it was so, so selfish. It was just bad. It was bad, bad, bad. Uh, so the Lord you know, really worked on our hearts, and, and it was, it was, you know, he was working on Liz's heart, he was working on my heart, you know, separate. I was like, it was just me and the Lord, it was her and the Lord, and I'm like, Lord, this is my problem. Um, long story short, thank God, the, the Lord completely delivered us, C- completely delivered the, the, the need of ever wanting that. And, and the fun thing about God, God is awesome. Everyone say, God is awesome. So he took the bottle away from me, and almost not almost immediately, I would probably say probably a month or two afterwards, and I, you know, cleared my head. I'm like, Lord, I'm like, hey, I'm yours. He offered me kids ministry, and so he, he's like, hey, dude, he's like, time to put the bottle down. He's like, and time to get to work, so I'm, I think it's funny that, you know, I, the, the life that I lived and what he's had me do now, um, but Pastor Tara was the, uh, the children's pastor here, and uh, I served under her. I love kids men. I absolutely love Kidsman. If you want to talk Kidsman for a couple hours, I am your guy because I can do it. I kid you not. These leaders that we have here, they can do it. I kid you not because we've done it before many, many times. Um, uh, Pastor Tara, she stepped down and she came up to me and she's like, hey, I need, I need to talk to you. Uh, and at this time, uh, me and Drew Cole, uh, we were running a business, our own business, right? And she goes, hey, uh, so I'm stepping down. I'm going to pursue this. Uh, she goes, I think you're going to be the next children pastor. And I was like, ha, ha. Sorry, Sister Sue. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not your guy. I was like, definitely not your guy. So soon after that, the Lord started pressing on my heart on kids ministry and, and pursuing this. And I was the guy to be like, uh, time out, time out, God. Let me educate you a little bit on, on me. Number one, I own a business, right? I am a small business owner. I was, you know, I've got, I've got my, my business partner. Uh, they've got a family. We've got a family. Things are going good. So how are we going to navigate that? So uh, strike one, God. Sorry. Sorry. Step two, finances. I'm like, come on, let's face it. You know, pastors don't make the most money. You know, and here I am. Here I am being a, 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 a business owner with, with a family of nine. And things were good. Things were comfortable. You know, we were happy. And so, of course, I get the old calculator out and uh, run some numbers. And I'm like, hey, God. Oh, sorry about your luck, but yeah, ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, bottom line, simple, simply said, I did not trust God. These problems that I had, these worries that I had, they weren't, they weren't my problems. They really honestly weren't my problems. The Lord wanted me to give them to him and say, yes, yes, let's do this. So I'm not going to lie. After eight months of running from this calling, eight months of so many different people coming into my life being like, hey, man, I think, I think this is what you need to do. Uh, my wonderful wife, she would have a new plan every week on how we can make this work. Every week. Every week. I'd come home, and she'd be like, Tony, I got a plan for you. That's not how she sounds. <laughs> That's really not how she sounds. But that was fun. She's like, I think we can make this work, so you just need to look at what we're doing here. And so, you know, I would, you know, I would entertain it a couple times. And then there was one time I came home. And she had, you know, God bless her, she did her homework, she had a little plan written up on how we're going to, you know, become children's pastors. And she's like, hey, I know how I can make this work, you know, A, B, C, and D. And I finally had enough, and I was like, Elizabeth, that's what I call her when she's in trouble. We call her Liz, Liz, so Liz all the time. But I was like, Elizabeth, I was like, I do not want to do this. I was like, what do you people not understand? I am not the guy, I do not want to do this, Right? I ran. I'm not going to lie. I, I ran from it. And long story short, 
you know, just the Lord got a hold of me. You know, that's, that's all I can say. The, the Lord got a hold of me, but I was started thinking, I was like, maybe the Lord, I, you know, we all try to trick God. And I was like, maybe God just wants my yes. Yeah. Maybe if I give him my yes, then hey, we're going to be, we're going to be good. So I was like, Lord, yes, 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 I, yes, yes, I do. Wholeheartedly, I do want it. And like the floodgates open and I'm like, oh wow, we're going. I was like, we're, we're really, really going to do this. Um, so in Luke 16, 10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whosoever, or whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. That first part, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. I don't know what my little was that the Lord saw and was like, hey, he's like, this is what we're going to want to do, but how many times are we going through life and we, we, we want to be up here for the Lord? We want the big ministry stuff. We want to be, uh, uh, you know, big dog on campus. You know, we want to be up here. Well, God, God, I'm, I'm educated. I'm well-spoken. Not me. I'm not, I'm not saying this about me. Just saying. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I, can, I can deliver the message. Why am, I, why am I not up here? Why am I not right here giving, you, giving your message? Because this is where I need to be at. Maybe, let's back up a little bit. Maybe, just maybe, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Maybe you're over here looking for all this big ministry stuff. And then over here are all your little yeses that the Lord's waiting on that you have not given him. You guys, and then once again, I, 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 veered, I veered so hard from God on, on his little pressing of, of, of my heart. Being like, hey, do this. Be like, nope, nope, I'm, I'm not the guy. I, I'm not the guy. So, so think about that. When, if you can be trusted with very little, you can also be trusted with a lot. Think about that, you guys. God wants your yes. And once you start giving him those yeses, they're going to build. He's going to see that trust. He's going to see that you are obedient to him. And, man, he's going to open. He's going to open up the floodgates. Um, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. Everybody knows this, this, uh, this, this scripture. Some of you have it tattooed. I won't ask who does, but I know some of you guys got, got this tattooed. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Ah, yes, Lord, give me the prosperity. Give me uh, no harm and give me the future. We, we, I say that, you guys. Come on. I'm, I'm being truthful with you guys. Give, give, prosper me, Lord. I want this. This is what I want. But I'm going to guarantee you 100% because I'm living it right now. Prosper to God and prosper to you are two completely different things. Two completely different things. Why is it that we get into, uh, we get complacent with our lives? We, we get the, the, the job that we want. We get the, we get the car that we want. Uh, we get the, uh, the house that we want. We're in the neighborhood. We made it. We got it. We're, we sit back and we're like, man, I am there. I really feel like I'm there. So boom, cap on God. And this is where I'm going to go. This is, this is it. This is, my, this is how I'm supposed to prosper. And so I'm good. I'm good to go. You guys, let God blow that roof off. I kid you not. Let God blow that roof off. Kids, let God blow that roof off. He wants to use you guys in such a mighty way. Did you guys hear me? The Lord wants to use you kids in such a mighty, mighty way. It's going to be awesome. So, so how many times have we gone, think about a month down the road, two months down the road, or two months back, and you know, you're, you're, you, we say we're believers of the Lord. we lovers of Jesus. Lord, I come with you with an open heart. Whatever you want from me today. Day goes by, week goes by, month goes by that um, you have never been, haven't been impressed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit hasn't said anything to you. Uh, 
this is me, once again. I'm going to say that I used to say, hey, I would go months without hearing from the Holy Spirit. The Lord's never asked me to do anything. All the while, my little yeses are over here that the Lord wanted me to do, and I just left them there because I didn't want to do them. I wanted to run from them. That little, um, that little, uh, uh, little lady that you always see at the coffee house every morning, you get your coffee, and the Lord press on you, hey, say something to her. Tell, tell her that, that, I, that I love her because she needs to hear it. Oh, didn't hear that. Didn't hear that. That person that you find it hard to love, the Lord's knocking on your head being like, go love that person. Go love your neighbor. That is a child of God. Go love on that guy. Oh, didn't hear that one either. You know, just, just going just gonna to let that one roll, uh, roll, roll off your back. You guys, man, God is real. As simple as that. God wants to use us. God has a very specific plan for us. And man, don't, don't let your prosper get in the way of what you think it is uh, for, for, for him to prosper you. Um, so go to Matthew 4, 18 through 22. So as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat, and their father Zebedee preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. A lot of times we think we're the disciples. That God calls us two, two things that stand out to me. Or, yeah, at once. God, Jesus called out at once they were on it. Jesus called out immediately. I'm on it. This is the way I like to think of myself. Hey, Lord, I'm here. I'm ready. Hey, I want you to um, move to Georgia. <laughs> You're like, uh, whoa, let's pump the brakes on that. You know, God, I'm living here. You know, th th this is not what I'm supposed to do. What, what happened to our at once? What happened to our immediately? How fast they go when it doesn't line up with what your dreams, with what your definition of prosper is. It doesn't make sense, church. It, and I'm talking to myself. I'm going to say that till I'm blue in the face. I would love to, for the Lord to call me, be like, at once, drop it and go. Let's do it. Immediately, drop it and go. Let's do it. But I'm not like that. A lot of us, instead, are like Gideon. Everyone say Gideon. Kids, say Gideon. So uh, Gideon, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So for seven years, they were under the hands of the Midianites, right? And things weren't good, okay? And the Lord called to, uh, called to Gideon, and he answered him. And first he says, you got that up there? Oh, and here, here's your homework. Parents, aunts, uncles, friends, neighbors, find a kid. And read Judges chapter 6 and 7. Read this story. Read this story. There is so much. You could do a six-month teaching on this, on this story. There is so much in this story. Kids, tell your parents to read you Judges 6 and 7. Judges what? Judges 6 and 7. We're going to uh, talk about it next week, and we're going to see who did it. So you better get your parents on it. Parents, read it, pray into it, and then read it again. Pray into it. You know what? Read it a third time. This, this story is, is absolutely fantastic. But uh, it says, uh, so, so the, Lord of the, the, uh, the Lord called out to Gideon, and he's like, hey, he's like, I, I need you. I need you. I love the NIV because the NIV says, but. Everyone say, but. but. Kids, say, but. but. It says, but, sir. 
the Lord calls out to Gideon, tells him what he's going to do, and how many times do we answer this? Oh, but, I love that he calls him sir. But sir, but sir. You guys, we need to get off of our butts and get our butts out of the window. Honestly, when the Lord is calling us, we are always looking for an excuse not to do something. Hey, I want you to go do this. Ah, but, but God, I don't think I'm ready. I want you to go to do this. But God, that person talked bad about me, and I'm pretty sure they don't like me. But God, but God. You guys, it's right here. It, we're, not the, we're not the first people to do this. We're not the first people to run. It's, it's always been happening. He says, but, but sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us all, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders about the father, that the fathers told us uh, about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have. Go in the strength you have. Everyone say that. If the Lord is calling you, that means you are ready. Do you understand that? If the Lord, thank you. If the Lord is calling you, that means you are ready. He says, Gideon right here. Gideon, Gideon, he answers. He's like, why would you want me? I'm the least in town and I'm the weakest in my clan. That's how he looked at himself. And the Lord says, go in the strength you have. When the Lord calls you, guess what? The Lord sees something that we don't see. The Lord sees something beautiful that we don't see. Many times God calls us and we're like, oh, Lord, yes. Yes, I'm going to do it. But there's a three-week series that I need to listen to before I go ahead and venture out and do this. I need to be equipped a little bit better before I can do this. You guys, it doesn't work like that. If God is calling you, guess what? You already have it. You already have it, you guys. Um, So I'm not going to get too much into Gideon because everyone's going to read it, right? But finally he says, yes, but then what happens? Oh, but actually do this for me. Do this for me. So, 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 so he, wants, he wants the Lord to do something for him to just prove that it's really God. I do this all the time. Seriously, God, oh, that's a big ask. I don't know about that. If that's really you, will you do this? So he does it for Gideon. One and done, I would be good with. If I ask God to do something just to prove that it was him and he does it, I'm going to be like this. Huh, hey, I'm in. No, this knucklehead's like, oh, don't be angry with me. Don't be angry. I got one more thing. One more thing. Finally, he's like, okay, let's do it. This is the part that I love about this story. Does anybody know how many men for his army he started with? Say it out loud. 32,000. He started with 32,000 men. Gabriel Banks, how many did he end up with? Say that number again. 300. I'm not going to lie. If the Lord wants me to go into battle, I'm going to want some big numbers, right? 32,000 sounds way better to me than 300. Way better. But guess what? God's math is way better than our math. God's math is way better than our math. So these are my questions that I want to leave you guys with. One was for me. Do I trust the Lord with the direction he wants to take with this kid's ministry? You guys, this isn't Aaron's ministry. This isn't Tony's ministry. This is the Lord's ministry. This is the Lord's ministry. We're going after God's heart. We're, we're inviting the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, press on our hearts. Press on these kids' hearts. What do you want us to do? From that, it led us to really change things up, and that's where this whole reset started. We, we want to reset this entire kids' ministry because we don't want it to be us. 
I don't want it to be uh, the Tony show. I don't want, uh, want it to be, oh, Julie's here. It's Julie's show. You know, we're doing this because Aaron wants it. No, we want to do this with an obedient heart because the Lord is telling us to do this. Second question, do you trust the Lord on having an open heart with how he wants to use you for this ministry? Third question, do we as Reliance Church trust the Lord enough to partner with him on what and where he wants us to go as a church? You guys, this reset isn't just about kids' ministry. Like, you know, I was, I've been praying into this word reset so, you know, last year, and it was all about kidsmen, kidsmen, kidsmen. And I come to find out the more I'm, you know, seeking the Lord, it's, it's my life. It's my whole family's life. A whole reset was needed. A whole reset was needed. Church, we've got, we've got such an amazing church family here. The Lord is moving through this place in such a mighty, mighty way. There is going to be a time very, 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 very shortly, literally these walls are going to fall down and we're going to scatter out to see, hey, I need to tell somebody about Jesus. These kids are going to be such a light. They're going to go out and people are going to be attracted to them and be like, man, what, what is it that this third grader has that I, I like this kid? That, that what he has is going to be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit shining through him, shining through her. You guys, these kids are not too young. Do you guys hear? Do you guys understand that? Yeah. I mean, do you honestly understand that? Will you do me a favor and pray into that and be like, are, are these kids really? Because I'm not going to lie. I thought myself that, man, maybe kindergarten, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they can't do that. You guys, I've seen it back there, and they can. They can, you guys. So be in prayer for all the ministries of this church as we reset going into this new year. We want to go a big different direction for kids, men, and, and, you know, we're just praying that the Lord's going to provide the people, provide the God, the, the people that God is calling, you know, for youth ministry, for, for every ministry that we have here. I, I want to be able to be like, man, we've got a, big, we've got a big list now of people that the Lord has called. If the Lord is calling you to, to partner anywhere in this church, be obedient. Don't, don't say, oh, we got sports, so I don't know how it's going to work. Oh, my, my, my baby's this. I don't know how it's going to work. Oh, this. I don't know how it's going to work. The Lord wants your yes. The Lord wants to use you in such a mighty way. All he needs is your little yeses. That's what he's waiting on, church. So be in prayer. Partner with us. I, I, I truly believe that a church this size, size, there are so many people that are called in different areas of ministry in this church, and we're not in it. And I truly believe that the Lord has called individuals specifically and if you not if you are not being obedient what are you being what are you being you're being disobedient you guys i i want you guys to see what's going on here i want you guys to see what's going on wednesday nights i want you guys to see what the lord's doing with the youth and doing with the church here at this church the your yes that's all the lord wants so please be in prayer for our ministry be in prayer for every ministry here but you know, honestly, today, it's kids, men. We wanted you guys to see this. We wanted you guys, we wanted to shine a light on these kids to show you guys, this is what we do back here. We, we go to the feet of Jesus, we open up this word, and we give it to those kids. And I promise you, nothing is better. There's nothing better in the world than telling these kids how much Jesus loves them, seeing it click in their mind and being like, man, I think I'm going to go tell my friend that. I think I'm going to go tell my teacher that. Because we hear stories about that all the time. Um, church, 
We love you. We love you guys. We love your kids. Be in prayer with us for this ministry, uh, all the ministries, and where, where he wants to set you guys at, because I know that, that there's, a, there's a place for everybody. There's a place for everybody in this church. Thank you. Hey, we want to pray over them right now. Yeah, amen. Stay up, pretty brother. Here in just a moment, we're going to dismiss you to go. If you go out those doors, if you're a parent, we're going to leave the kids right here. Come, come right here. We're going to get your kids to you. So parents, come up here, and we'll get your kids to you right here. Let's pray over kids. May we extend a handout? Father, we thank you that you're calling people into the kids' ministry right now. Not warm bodies, but men and women who feel the calling to say yes for this next generation. So, Father, we bless God, each of uh, one of these workers. We bless Jesus, Pastor Tony, his family. And we say, Jesus, you're going to do something in this next generation that's going to shift the tide, God, in our nation and in this world because they're going to be lovers of you before all things. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said. Thanks for listening to today's message. To find out more about who we are, find us on the Church Center app. See you all next week.